Then Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top of Pisgah, across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him the whole land, from Gilead to Dan, all of Naphtali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev and the whole region from the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms, as far as Zoar. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob when I said, I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over into it. And Moses the servant of the Lord died there in Moab, as the Lord had said. He buried him in Moab, in the valley opposite Beth Peor, but to this day no one knows where his grave is. Moses was a hundred and twenty years old when he died, yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. New International Version A signpost stands at a fork in the road. Pointing in one direction, the sign says victory. Pointing in another direction, the sign says, fulfillment. We must pick a direction. Which one will we choose? If we choose the path to victory. The goal is to win. We will experience the thrill of competition. As we rush toward the finish line. Crowds gather to cheer for us. And then it's over. And everyone goes home. If we choose the path to fulfillment. The journey will be long. There will be times in which we must watch our step. There will be times we can stop to enjoy the view. We keep going. We keep going. Crowds gather to join us on the journey. And when our lives are over. Those who joined us on the path to fulfillment. We'll keep going without us and. Inspire others to join them, too. Simon Sinek. Fulfillment. It wasn't all about Moses. The dream and vision of entering the promised land didn't die with Moses. He was just one character, albeit an especially important character, along generations of Israelites who anticipated the fulfillment of God's promises to the people. In Christianity, the victory has already been won. In Christ, every good promise of God is and will be fulfilled. Therefore, we can choose fulfillment. We can live into Christ's victory over sin, death, and hell by choosing to be fulfilled in our Christian lives and our Christian service. Fulfillment of our godly dreams, good vision, and compassionate ministry requires looking beyond the short term. Long-term sustainable thriving in Christian mission and flourishing as a Christian community requires an eternal perspective. Change. To have the end in mind, a future far ahead of us, demands systemic change. This alternative system will be inspirational, not fear-based. Rather than afraid of what might happen, a long-term view is for the next generation, not the next budget crisis due to the next building need. Maybe because I have been a pastor for so long and know my tenure in each place is only temporary, I know that my vision needs to look further down the road than my own time with a group of people. And a vision of any faith community needs to outlast our own mortal existence. If such a perspective and vision appear as if it will take the energy and will you do not have, then there is no shame in saying so and planning for a good death. Resilience. The Church is resilient. It has lasted two millennia. She has weathered a lot of challenge and adversity. Metaphors matter. The word pictures we use are important. I choose not to view the Church as the first bite of the apple, which I believe is the best bite. Instead, I see the Church as a fine cigar. It's the last puff of a cigar which to me is the best of all. Christ's Church is far from its last puff. Rather, I'm saying that the best is yet to come. Perseverance. Your best years are not in the past, they are in the future. And that is exactly what the author of the New Testament book of Hebrews wanted his readers to see. Yes, it is difficult in the present. You might be tired and weary, feeling as if you cannot keep going with this whole church thing. Maybe you've even dropped out altogether. So, according to Hebrews, this is what we do. 
you must encourage one another each day. And you must keep on while there is still a time that can be called today. If you don't, then sin may fool some of you and make you stubborn. Hebrews 3:13, Seth. Since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Hebrews 4:14-16, NIV. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with full assurance of faith. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. So do not throw away your confidence, it will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what He has promised. Hebrews 10 24 35-36, NIV. So then, with endurance, let's run the race that is laid out in front of us, since we have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us. Let's throw off any extra baggage, get rid of the sin that trips us up, and fix our eyes on Jesus, faith's pioneer and perfecter. He endured the cross, ignoring the shame, for the sake of the joy that was laid out in front of Him, and sat down at the right side of God's throne. Think about the one who endured such opposition from sinners so that you won't be discouraged, and you won't give up. Hebrews 12 1-3, Seb. So, through Jesus we should never stop offering our sacrifice to God. That sacrifice is our praise, coming from lips that speak His name. And don't forget to do good and to share what you have with others, because sacrifices like these are very pleasing to God. Hebrews 13 15-16, ERV. Community. If we are united in a common cause, choose to collaborate with others, then, even if there is no clear end in sight, we will be on a road of contributing to something bigger than ourselves, something with value that will last well beyond our own lifetimes. We can anticipate fulfillment. This is a hard road. It requires counting the cost of discipleship. More important than our doing, is our way of being together, how we are with one another. For, in the end, relationships bring fulfillment because relationships are the only things we will take with us.